0: Hey everybody, welcome to the 26th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian.
1: And I'm your co-host, Levi.
0: And before we get started, I just want to remind everybody, please subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, leave us a review, leave us five stars, and uh, if you have any thoughts or questions, let us know. You can send us an email to mathcoreindex at gmail.com. So the first band we're going to talk about is Soaked in Disillusion soaked into solution are a three-piece hardcore mathcore band from culver city california they released their debut ep reasons back in 2016. a split with a life fail in 2017 and now they're back with their first full-length album counter and boy is it a ripper
1: fucking it's 10 tracks of amazingness they're uh it's well nine tracks there's like a palate cleanser on track seven i feel but uh yeah it's fucking a ripper for sure man
0: yeah, this is definitely one of these releases that I've just had on repeat this month. And Same uh, here. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to front load it in the episodes lineup.
1: Um, get kind of juice that they're just close to us too. As smart, took yeah. the
0: words right out of my mouth. I was just about <laughs> to say,
1: it's that extra tingle. Inside, exactly. You know? yeah, it's yeah. so
0: great to see another like chaotic band come out of California. Huh. Uh, I feel like we have very few bands that are sort of prominently embracing the chaotic like metalcore, mathcore sound, other than like CU Space Cowboy and seizures um
1: i feel like this was a kind of like alongside like the the glitchy noise like thing of like vein in a oh, way oh well you're you know? really
0: you're you're jumping ahead there big Ooh, time but um okay. <laughs> uh yeah i just wanted to say uh, again shout out some other people in the local chaotic scene name and uh, t-bot jeff and car Made of glass same people um but yeah, again so it's just great to see this band pop up in california and as uh, Levi was saying, yeah, they they really know when to like relent and slip in those electronic elements. Holy fuck! Yes. There's a lot of effect laden interludes, um, and you know they also know exactly when to punish you with the jagged rhythms and savage breakdowns too.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I, uh, also, great lyrics. Amazing fucking lyrics. I. With the with the noise aspect though, I wanted to say it's it's just so well spaced out. Um, there wasn't one track where I'm like, okay, enough. exactly like that kind of thing. This
0: um, album flows so remarkably well. Yep, yep. These interludes just seem to start and end every track, but the result is that all the tracks bleed together in like the best way, and I think it really contributes to how this album progresses.
1: Uh, like I was saying, uh, I believe it's track seven, uh, Jetty. It's kind of like the palate cleanser, just a little lighter easier man you know. i feel like
0: there's plenty of those moments throughout the entire record again they know wow, really yeah. when to put those breathers in it's like the beginning of every track starts off you with you know some, what i'll agree with you there man. yeah yep i listened to the album like three or four times in a row the other day so uh, really th- thoroughly enjoying this and one of the biggest highlights of this record for me in terms of the instrumentation was the uh well aside from just being a three-piece that's exciting i love that kind of smaller ensemble is that the uh, the bass guitar man the bass guitar is so prominently featured in the mix. That, was, that was my last note here. That was my last note here, absolutely.
1: Um, The sound, everything is amazing there, dude. And once again, just as it being a three-piece, I'm hoping when if it was live, it would be that as well,
0: you know? I'm sure it would be. Yeah. Um, and more on that in a second, but you know, sometimes I just feel like they're trying to set you up for another instrumental break so the bass can just start with that lumbering signal that the breakdown is coming, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yep. It's like, oh, here it comes. Like,
1: Like, oh, no. It's
0: disgusting. They just do it so well. This is so well executed. That's Um, well said, man. That's well said. Yeah, I love the fact that their logo is done in like a graffiti style, too, which I think works really well for them. Um, Yeah, and right away, as you were saying, this album starts with a breakbeat. You know, that that breakbeat is probably going to garner immediate comparisons to Vane, which is of course where levi went uh, first thing
1: immediately i mean but i mean how can you not i mean you know well of
0: course you you throw a break and everyone's heard it on um arizona recently so they're Mm -hmm. gonna feel like they're mimicking but i want to say this is probably even written before arizona but uh, maybe i need to go back and do my homework on that either way
1: i mean they're pretty on point with each other dude you know yeah and
0: this band you know they embrace a lot less of that like kind of heavy hardcore machismo and they're more embracing like the chaotic sounds of bands like ed Gain
1: yeah i mean maybe it's for the lack of you know that 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 non-east coast philly thing going on too you know i think you just got to automatically be a little more tougher on that side or appear to be tougher you know i mean how many how much nice guy hardcore goes on on that side other than like you know i don't know really not much at all daily has gone wrong in new jersey gone wrong yeah i think probably four years strong are they midwest or something like that but i have no idea
0: where they're from yeah anyways um anyway back to the ed Gain thing uh that's that was more what this reminded me of over oh vein.
1: shit and on top of that being a three-piece yeah exactly Dude, well and
0: said furthermore um they reminded me quite a bit of mothman who we've covered on an episode before too um and i really feel like those two bands would just be such a great tour you know yep get them all get them all together in one van get and... them
1: all together <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah really really good band and Um, one last wild comparison not to say this band is new metal or even sounds like a new metal band here we go everyone the van comparisons who I don't think are truly as such anyway but um, some of those clean guitar tones especially like the um, I think it's a Flanger sound really remind me of new metal tones from like the 90s you know maybe I'm the band doesn't sound like new metal to me but that particular quality we're
1: gonna get an angry email from Soaked in Disillusion now anyway
0: boy, oh boy <laughs> uh, you guys are new metal is what I'm trying yeah, to yeah, say yeah what I'm trying to say is um, anyway all in all Counter is a very fun listen with a measured flow that will surely be regarded as an essential addition to the metallic and chaotic hardcore canon what track bud um, I say that we listen to hold up I gotta pull it up real quick you got it you got it ready to go um,
1: I don't I can grab that shit too
0: Hold up. I got it. All right. So I'm thinking that we listen to
1: so um,
0: a verse two. Let's we'll oh, listen wow. to a verse two, yeah. Wow, okay. And I went well, a little bit deeper in the album to find the one that I liked the best, and that, that happened to be the one. I really liked Kling. Um Obviously, Rendering would be the one that everyone would really draw the, you know, understand that the vein comparison, because that's where the breakbeat lies, but yep. we're not trying to, you know, cater to that specific comparison, so... Um, I say that we listen to a verse two. That's yep. the best track on the album, if you're asking me.
1: Track six. Let's fucking do this, man.
0: All right, great. So we're gonna listen to a verse two, which is track six from "Soaked in Dissolution" by Counter, uh, and that came out on September 28th of 2018. Here we go. <laughs> So that was a verse two by Soaked in Solution. and that's off their new album Counter, which came out on September 28th, of 2018. So next we're going to talk about the Nietzsche. The Nietzsche are a mathcore post-hardcore band from Odessa, Ukraine, and featuring members of Septa. They released their oh, no first shit. yeah. They released their uh, first EP back in 2015. Their second EP in 2016, and in another EP. Their final release this year. They've also put out uh, two live EPs and a compilation of all three EPs. So even though they've written less than twenty songs, I think they've got like ten albums or something on Bandcamp. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said for that kind of visibility. Um, yep. They've achieved a lot of visibility considering yep. they've been around for you know a three-year period. Um, and I don't know how we managed to avoid covering them up until now. So, <clears throat> so on that, um, we definitely a month
1: or two back, we definitely talked about covering these guys but yeah. we didn't
0: i think it slipped through the cracks it's
1: definitely kind of slipped through. well yeah i think it just didn't make the cut on those times we i mean but we always have some fucking rippers where at some point you know somebody's got to go at some point yeah you know, exactly it,
0: it, it happens um
1: but but i think it's just us being part of us being nerds and stuff just wanting to you know trim the fat a little bit but uh with these guys uh they are also breaking up Right.
0: Yeah. So apparently this is their last EP, unfortunately. So
1: you know, I mean, these guys are good enough where we are covering them, even though they are breaking up. But the thing is, we're 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 not covering bands to give them to you know just because they keep going. You know, it's just we're we're covering bands that are active and that you know because
0: are we like Matthew to listen to music.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's what it is.
0: Huh. Yeah. yeah. Um. So most you know most of the time this really recalls. We can just go ahead and jump into the uh, Lazy FFO. You know, Converge, Norma Jean, The Chariot. Um, Occasionally the vocals break away into something a little more progressive and clean.
1: I feel like the vocals are kind of where they make me think of uh, Converge. I think uh, the vocal range sometimes mm-hmm. goes from like this Jake Bannon thing and then he definitely fucking takes that Keith Buckley side of Every Time I Die a lot. They have a lot know? of that element to it. But then they too, just sound yeah. like the, the overall I feel like they sound like the Chariot as far as like instrumentation goes mm-hmm. but then the vocal range man, I mean, this dude is everywhere. Like
0: That's like the main, uh, that's the main thing people praise about this band. It's the same guy, uh, Eugene Tomchick who's also and uh, again, the vocalist is Decepta. So, so he's so pretty versatile.
1: I take this with a grain of salt. I like for myself, like as far as like liking vocals, I feel like it's a little too like Mike Patton. Where I'm I, I was just about to say that's like I think the main. I vocal literally influence. don't know where Mike Patton's going sometimes, and it's it's it, it was good, like it was good, and it's still good. But I'm cool on going on a, a vocal fucking roller coaster I'd rather just have like a one or two ranges and know where the guy's the guy got the low the high the mids blah 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 that kind of
0: thing so you um, like your, your vocals nice and predictable
1: huh I think he does I, I mean I'm not saying he's I, whenever the the, the the Keith Buckley style vocals come in I feel like this guy really shines through he is, he's is. he got some strong vocals but I also think it's just great that he can do so many different ranges and styles you know but it is a bit confusing as far as genre wise like to to they, my ears
0: excuse me yeah, they're, they're pretty I love eclectic. you guys still just you know they're, they're pretty eclectic, yeah. Um, they definitely like go all over the place. <coughs> Excuse me. It's almost um,
1: like he's taking a hit of hash or something like that. Yeah, they? it's
0: almost like I just did that. Yeah. Uh, and one thing I, I thought was noteworthy about the CP is that they, they set the words of Shakespeare, Shake Your Spear to a metal song, which I thought worked quite nicely.
1: Did not know that. Well done.
0: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think that's the track that we should listen to. Okay, then. Great, so we're going to listen to Shake Your Spear, by the Nietzsche, and that's track three from Finals, which is their final EP, which came out on (laughs) September 1st of 2018. Here we go. So that was "Shake Your Spear" by the Nietzsche, and that's track three from their final EP, "Finals," which came out on September 1st of 2018. Okay, so my laptop took a shit in the middle of recording that episode, Whoops. and uh, yeah, whoopsie, and we lost uh, ten bands worth of dialogue. <laughs> but uh, we uh, we're here again to re-record. So, continuing on, the next band we're going to talk about is Pool Kids. Yeah. So Pool Kids are an emo math rock band from Tallahassee, Florida. They released their first single last year and are back this year with their debut album, Music to Practice Safe Sex To, which is nine tracks of emo mixed with Tappy Math Rock, uh, a combination that Levi and I are especially fond of.
1: We are suckers for this one, for sure.
0: And this is no exception.
1: This is by... Oh, uh, well, I don't want to say it for sure, but it's this is the band that definitely hit me the most. Uh, I wore out the plays really fast with uh, Bandcamp
0: super fucking good um i knew you're gonna like this i was like when i texted it to you i was like you're going to love this
1: dude yeah you didn't have to retext me this one either uh so uh, pool kids i'm noticing on your band picture i'm seeing three members but uh credits for just the borderline track uh and this album uh as well it seems that all guitar, bass, and vocals are written and performed by Christine, um, and then crushing all the, it. and then all the drums, yeah, crushing it for sure. And then all the drums, um, written and performed by Caden. Um, I do see a, a third member involved uh, in the picture. Oops. Yeah, just seeing it. Like, is it the artist, um, or you just got your homie with? Like, that'd be kind of cool to know.
0: I imagine so, that person probably fills in live for them.
1: Do you know what? If that would be the case, that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, just, it seems
0: it's the the project is. I think what Levi's trying to say is the mastermind of this one person.
1: Yeah, so... She's um, the mastermind of the whole project. Fucking shout out to Christine for making some amazing math rock with Caden, I
0: guess. Yeah, this is so good. Um, It really, like, bleeds honesty and emotion with just witty, emo-style lyrics. Uh, Just enough, like, tappy math rock to appeal to those seeking more adequate musicianship, too, I think.
1: So, um, they uh, they re-recorded their single track, uh, Borderline. I gotta tell you track 1 and 2 they were good but it really picked up for me at track 3 with uh Erso or Erso Yeah, Erso. Uh, yeah, and
0: funny uh, funny um, Portman 2 of Ergo evidently. Um
1: and it's I mean th- that one took me for a ride which prepared me for which I think is my favorite track uh track 4 uh the $5 subtweet.
0: Oh, $5 subtweets is amazing. Yeah, that's the best track on the album for sure.
1: But even then I mean like I I'm a, I'm a sucker for for a lot of these tracks.
0: Um, The lyrics are fucking awesome. Mm, uh, I really love the lyrics. As a matter of fact, um, the uh, there's this one line, and I know it's only fair. I never felt more pretentious in the best and worst way than when you and I were six shots deep into bottom shelf whiskey watching Audio Tree of This Town Needs Guns.
1: Oof, that is some mathy fucking shit right there. That's <laughs> a deep cut. Yeah,
0: That's good. Good stuff. Uh, that line caught me hard. <laughs> Ca- I might have caught a feeling there. Yep. Um, and it also the album also has a great acoustic track at the end patterns which is just placed you know perfectly uh near the end of this thing and you know back to the subject of albums having good flows i feel like this album has a has a great flow
1: every track flows with you know i mean yeah this this uh it was a fluid release um very excited uh to see more from them but just even having these tracks to sit on for a while i'll be content
0: yeah um they don't really seem to like sit on like any particular sequence for too long too. There's there's not too much repetition. But but just enough repetition to kind of like have a poppy sensibility. Yep. Um, which I think works well for email and math rock. So this. I take it we're doing a
1: five dollar subtweet for the track.
0: Absolutely. Um, and I just wanted to say that if you're a fan of Forest's Blackbird route and Route and Date stuff, all of which we've covered before, uh, Marietta, which is an amazing band from Pennsylvania, and a bigger, more obvious bands like American football and this town needs guns. I think this is going to be your shit.
1: I mean this is the nicest way. Date stuff. should probably listen to Pool Kids and get some tips. <laughs> Boom.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I, I'd have to concur. Yeah, they're they're definitely on the same tip. Um, yep. Pool Kids really just bringing it that extra mile though absolutely with the, with the technique.
1: Yep. Um. The, yeah, the, the Finger technique
0: is so good. Uh, yeah, excellent songwriting. So we're gonna listen to five dollars subtweets, which is track four from Music to Practice Safe. Se- excuse me, Music to Practice Safe Sex Two. Uh, which came out on July 13th of 2018. Going way back there. Here we go.
2: You remind me of, a version of myself. that never learn, so it's all for fun. Passive aggression is your out of choice. I think you like being bad, I know you do. It's kind of step. So hold your breath, and you take a sip of water. Count to ten, think of your happy place. I gotta hope
3: you look back in this.
0: Right, so that was $5 subtweets by Pool Kids, and that's off their new album, well, their, their recent release, I should say, Music to Practice Safe Sex To, which came out on July 13th of 2018.
1: Worth going back a few months.
0: Indeed. So next we're going to talk about Permanent Tension. Permanent Tension are a mathcore band from Bel- Belvedere, New Jersey. They released their first EP back in 2015, a two-song EP tape in 2016, and now they're back with an eight-track EP. Of mathcore that is uh, very reminiscent of the MySpace era.
1: This band belongs on cassettes and seven inches. The sound is just that raw, kind of chaotic screamo. Um, I know you're kind of focusing more on the mathy side.
0: Yeah, you really lean into the. uh, When we talked about this last, um, when the episode got deleted, Levi was really leaning into the the screamo comparisons. And I I think when he, when he was making that comparison, maybe you were focused on the vocals, or
1: yeah, on the vocals and just also just that the the raw side. um, It just takes me back to early evolution you know releases level plane releases Mm -hmm. um just any any like you know yeah um even like early robotic empire too uh that's basically where i was getting it from the vocals and also just the the rawness of the recordings
0: for sure um you know, I was going to say, if I had stumbled across this band 10 years ago, they would have been on one of my profile songs, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely would have been on eBay trying to find all their, like, seven inches and shit like that.
0: And to connect that to what you were saying with the production value, there's something about the production value that just takes me back to, like, 2006. Yep. Um, and, you know, it's a bit it's a bit rough. That's my main complaint about this release, actually. Um, it seems like a very rough recording, and I think at times that might possibly hold back my enjoyment. Um however there's still some great songs on this release and I think there's a lot of potential in terms of where they could go I,
1: I think I think uh, the like this band better recorded would have like the potential of like you know like Triumph Over Shipwreck just that really awesome like mm-hmm. chaotic grind thing going on a little you know just mathy in there too
0: God, Triumph Over Shipwreck and Ooh. those guys are now in another band called No Suffer and that's K-N-O-W. Out of suffer. Texas. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. They got the uh, No Suffer Awesome stuff coming out pretty dude, soon. Dude,
0: the homie Jay is the nastiest drummer out there. What's up, Jay? What's up, Jay? Um, but let's not talk about that. Um, so back to Permanent Tension. Um, I was about to suggest, you know, since they're in New Jersey, they should really consider hitting up uh, Kevin Antaresian of uh, Knife the Glitter and Dillinger Escape Plan.
1: You were saying that, man. That's a good suggestion right there.
0: Um, Backroom Studios. He's turned out some of my favorite releases in the last 10 years uh, in the underground including inside the beehives quintessential drink bleach and live forever uh as well as releases from the armed intensus circuit of suns many more and that studio is not too far away from them so should hit up kevin um and uh now, anyway, if any of you are in the New Jersey area, you should really consider hitting him up and recording some stuff. Just make sure that you're prepared because he made a whole series of videos highlighting the uh, do's and don'ts of hitting the studio. So <laughs> you might end up parodied if you're not careful.
1: Um, dude, uh, I, I got to tell you one more thing about the vocals, uh, a compliment to the vocalist. You remind me of the vocalist uh, of Sasha and Hot Cross, and I, I, it, it just takes me back. And thank you for
0: that. Okay, since we're talking about comparisons. Yeah, um, let's go. I was just about to say they had this like really quirky like off kilter groove that kind of reminds me of the off um, the Red chord. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Especially when I dissect some of those riffs and the song structures, um, although they they might like to pull off a lot more than Gunface, but um, man, it, it's just really Red chord, and um, I'd say that they're embracing uh, a lot of those kind of like older influences. So one last thing about this band, the whole time I was listening i just kept thinking of one for every victim do you remember that band? oh yeah from lake county yeah they were an incredible like local level band from california they just had this incredible guitarist and drummer and they put out some amazing music but just didn't like play enough gigs um because they
1: lived in a bumfuck town
0: exactly i think we saw them play at ink people once and i can't find their recordings online anymore sadly otherwise i'd refer uh, the url but
1: yeah, um, I, I uh, on this release, uh, it's another uh, track uh, I'm digging. It's kind of in the middle is track four, Pendulum. That would be my uh, my fave.
0: I knew you were going to pick that song. Yep. But I think that we should listen to A Passage for Trumpet, which is track two.
1: Yep, ripping a ripping one minute and 19 seconds, everybody. <laughs> Get ready.
0: <laughs> That's, I mean, that was my favorite uh, track on the album for sure. Yep. So I think we should jam A Passage for Trumpet, which is track two, um, from Dedicated to the Guilt That Should Have Been Felt But Never Was, which came out on October 18th of 2018, that title. (laughs) Here we go. So that was a passage for trumpet by Permanent Tension, and that's track two from their new album, dedicated to the guilt that should have been felt but never was. <laughs> I know I love that title; it's so verbose, but I know, it's just, awesome. But excellent though, um, and that came out on October eighteenth of twenty eighteen. So the next band we're going to talk about is Outbred. Outbred are a metalcore/mathcore band from Poland. They released their first ep back in 2015 another in 2016 another back with their debut full length uh and they really just run through these like mid-tempo rock riffs a lot of those it's like a polish every time i die
1: (laughs) definitely has this driving kind of punk sound you know throughout
0: driving when i say mid-tempo that was definitely a word that i would attribute to mid-tempo is driving thanks bud
1: okay yeah like right. right
0: in the middle right down the road 180 200 bpm Maybe that actually that's that's kind of fast <laughs> for what we're talking <laughs> Whoa, about. Whoa,
1: speedy! <laughs> I want to play fast. Um, this uh, this band name, um, quite Surprise has not been taken yet, so that's pretty tight. Um, I feel that Morta, the release before this, uh, carried the same just energy, so it was really nice to kind of. Because with with Outbred myself, I started with Morda, their last release, and then I went to the new release. Mm-hmm. Um still just it seems like the just the recordings got a little tighter. Yes and, they did. They yep. got they
0: got a lot better. So. Um one one thing I didn't like however was how this album started.
1: I oh think, yeah dude.
0: I think track one is such an important track and uh leading with your best foot forward cannot be overstated. I think they just kind of dumped a throwaway track in the very beginning.
1: Homie we've been choosing track three, four or five on these bands so far Mm -hmm. everybody like check out like the bands that the the bands that we've played so far like i'm pretty sure we haven't started with track one of any of them so
0: that's kind of the tendency for us too but again i I think a lot of people's tendency is to front load with the best track
1: it's great to start start strong you know but i mean there are just i mean and maybe it's just great that we're picking bands that like kind of like pool kids is like i got to i got to have the 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 freedom of like just choosing a track almost you know because they were all fucking great so um i don't know sometimes that's always a good problem to have yeah and i mean sometimes christian and i are like "I, i like five he likes six blah 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 anyways um,
0: but it, yeah, and uh, you know, sadly, that, that's the song that they choose to do the music video for as well.
1: Isn't that fucking yeah? Um, that's N- our only gripe with you guys, Outbred. That's, that's yeah, our only. Really like that were that first confused. track.
0: I think the album is really solid, though. Despite all those complaints, or that complaint about the first track. I think that there uh, there's some genuinely great moments on this record, uh, especially with uh, Upor, Umf," "Paranoia," and uh, "Diminuendo," and "Sick Versus Toxic." Yep. I probably got the second one wrong, but. I feel You're like I say, feel like
1: we sometimes uh, call out the bands on here in a good way, where we'll ask them questions and then they actually do get back to us. They almost always do. And actually. it's not like we share that pers- like that that information with with the public. We just kind of share it to each other. Christian will text it over to me like, oh yo, they answered the question. So I'll screen
0: cap that thing you sent to me and yeah, send it to you Yeah. So so basically maybe <laughs> hey. Albert. So it's like you sent it to him.
1: Yeah. Albrecht, Tell tell <laughs> tell Christian and I like what's up. Like why'd you choose that track? Like the reason? Like with the video and everything? Like give
0: us a good reason. It'd be nice. Uh, you know they probably don't feel like that it's a. Uh, it's a bad song and that's, that's probably fair too. I'm just very,
1: yeah. Don't feel attacked out, Brad.
0: Yeah. I, I'm extremely critical. Yep. We're also so just jaded d-
1: dumb idiots. And I, mean, so we I mean, not just know what we're talking about. Sometimes. When I
0: actually get a chance to listen to your music for the second time, that is an indication that I, I really like you. I, I really don't have time to listen to, to bands more than once anymore. It's crazy.
1: Oh, we could fill the, the these, episodes with just nonsense, but we definitely <laughs> like have to find like tune everything and like go through with a comb and everything. So I don't know, man. Uh, th- uh to, to end this on my side outbred fucking solid release like i said it was a step up from Morda, so let's just keep that momentum there
0: yeah absolutely i guess you know where i was trying to go with that last statement was that uh we we truly do have so many bands that we're potentially going to cover and then don't. There's mm-hmm. proba- We probably don't cover twice as many bands that we do end up covering.
1: Oh, you trim the fat so much before I'm presented with the bands, dude. Like, you give me just a little, like, gristle on the side, so I can only imagine, like, what you go And through. even
0: then I still have to re-pitch you certain bands because I'm like, yo, did you actually listen to that? I know you didn't. I probably did not. <laughs> we're both busy people, but we make time for you because we love you. Yeah. And your music. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one last interesting thing about this album is that it features overblown sax on track nine, which I thought was working for them.
1: Gives me that tangle.
0: Me too. You know, I loved seeing saxophone and other woodwind and reed instruments featured in this context. Um, And there's a lot of that this episode, so fasten your seatbelts. Yeah, dude. So we're going to listen to Uperf Uperf, uh, Paranoia, which is uh, track two from Raz. And that came out on September 30th of... 2018 Here we go Alright, so that was Uperf Paranoia by Outbred, and that's track two from Raz, which came out on September 30th of 2018. So the next band we're going to talk about is Zapruder. Zapruder are a mathcore, post-hardcore band from France, and apparently they've been around since 2010. The
1: good old days.
0: (laughs) The good old days. Uh, but they released their first EP in 2012, full-length in 2014, and now they're back with their first album in four years. And speaking of saxophone, since we were just talking about its use,
3: mm, mm, and mm. now bread track, mm-hmm.
0: Zap Rooter also feature saxophone on their track Dracula Love Hotel. I actually have a member who's dedicated to playing uh, clarinet and sax on this album, which I think is just brilliant.
1: Thanks for that, guys.
0: Again, there's plenty of room for instrumentation in this genre, as we've already seen with bands like Juan Bond and the Calista Boys and Loom integrating strings Uh, there's probably more i'm forgetting coma cluster void using that giant woodwind thing i don't even know what to call it band nerds
1: get to be hardcore these days too dude it's pretty (laughs) fucking tight hell yeah um so zapruder i i the only way i can describe these guys would be a feel-good like math core i guess And then as soon as I read the description, I noticed that this last album, it's almost seems like it's like the last hurrah for you guys in a way where it's, you had a four-year break night recording this and all this was basically recorded, uh, to my understanding, written by booze and barbecues and just homies. So that's pretty tight. It just sounds like you guys had a great time recording this, hanging out. And um, maybe if you guys did any kind of video documentation, let Christian and I know it'd be cool if you guys like made a little edit or something weird like that for this.
0: It sounds like it was very cathartic for them.
1: Yeah. seems like a pretty like <coughs> like natural flow like and it seems that everybody has been in the band the whole time too to my understanding so yeah um but well, that's
0: very unusual to have the same lineup for that long
1: yeah man uh you know sometimes you know you lose one or two but it, uh, to maintain three fours the members of any band is just fucking tight and, you know just uh, the idea that most bands don't make dog shit for money and stuff and just to stay together and tour and do things like that is pretty tight um other than that man uh this this dillinger sound that they're carrying is amazing fucking love just the,
0: the i get a lot of that yeah that, that and the chariot for sure
1: what you feel on the vocals
0: the vocals are they're on the army of the nietzsche actually who we just there talked we go. about there i we mean they're, they're very diverse. much kind of in the same yep. same kind of, yeah exactly diverse there's a lot of singing there's a lot of screaming too he, this dude's vocals
1: um weren't so all over the place pa- like in a patent-esque kind of way um i definitely took his in a little bit more i guess they're a little more digestible for myself
0: um, yeah I, I definitely enjoy the vocals more in this band I'd have to say yeah. um, there's a lot of that softer side they, they take like poison the well which Ooh, I, good call bud which again that um, that the vocalists of the Nietzsche's other band Septa sounds like that a lot see me, I did too. not
1: know he was in Septa mm-hmm. awesome project. well done
0: so um, let's see here I think we should listen to Dracula Love Hotel I would agree with you before mentioned
1: let's get that sax in there baby
0: great So we're going to listen to Dracula Love Hotel, which is track five from their self-titled album. And that's out uh, November 23rd via Apothea Records. Here we go. All right, so that was Dracula Love Hotel by Zapruder. And that's off their self-titled album, which is out November 23rd via Apothea Records. So next we're gonna talk about Saimugan Hotai. That's uh, abbreviated S-M-H-T. And uh, Saimugan Hotai, actually maybe it's Hotai, is a one-person mathcore tech death project from Russia and they released their debut back in 2015, which was very well received in the online community. And now they're back with a new six track EP of more Mathcore and Tech Death Deathcore hybrid, which is something that Russia and Ukraine really seem to embrace.
1: They've been doing it pretty well for quite a few years,
0: man. 10 plus years at yep. least. I mean You've got bands like Dysphoria and Duma and Genocide for Prescription and Monumental Torment. And just on and on and on with these And Man, monumental really sick Torment.
1: Bands. I wish they made more music. That was a good one, dude. They don't um, even have any original members left,
0: I, I know, believe. They just got like new people. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's the always same. two guys, but. It's, yeah. it's but it there's always a Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so, yo, uh, with these guys, this release, super fucking chunky. Awesome. Uh, this my understanding yeah you, it's Junkie, a two, yeah yeah it's a, it's a huge 2000, breakdown 2015 2007 release so um obviously you were able to fine-tune shit in uh, terms of when they
0: record uh, they, they wrote it you mean
1: yeah uh and then honestly i i i guess they're promising us um on the Bandcamp that the next album will be much different so we'll see what that Means, I guess. Okay. Like, yeah, I got a question mark. For Stylistic you there. shift, definitely. Yeah, to be continued. Dun dun dun.
0: I mean, as of right now, it sounds like Beneath the Massacre and Ion Dissonance. I would say that those two bands are the the, the primary influence for this, like oh, their entire scene, almost.
1: Is it, guys? No. <laughs> Without no, <it's-> question, <laughs> psych.
0: Let's not even let's not even kid ourselves here. They're they're definitely up that exact same alley.
1: Yeah, I feel like. Like Canada, like that 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 era, Last Felony, Ion, Beneath Massacre, those were some pretty fucking awesome techie bands. They were the tech. <laughs>
0: God yeah, what what a what an what an era for music when all those bands were first coming out. Yep. Um so yeah, anyway, this is uh, I'd also compare it to Virania too, while we're just, you know, layering on the comparison. I was waiting for that one, but Psyopus. Yep. Uh, anything that just has big use of finger tapping, this is gonna be your jam. It's crushingly heavy. Chaotic, abundant breakdowns, blast beats, insane finger tapping, gross step half harmonies, um gross half step harmonies, pardon me. And that, that should really resonates you know, resonate with fans of both mathcore and technical death core. Yep. Death metal, or what have you. Um, and Dimitri is the guitarist, the, the the mastermind behind this project, is also involved in another cool project with a vocalist of Dumai, Ivan called Focus Rights. They only have a, a, like a two track demo up right now, but I think that vocals are what SMHT's music really needs. In fact, that's my main criticism of this project and other instrumental mathcore projects, projects at large like this. Just get a vocalist. It it begs the use of a vocalist. Um, Oh, for sure. Although, although you know, in this case, it's exceptional enough that I don't care. Like I've panned lesser projects though, specifically in this genre, because they lacked that as part of their instrumentation.
1: And like we've spoken be- uh, for, or before, like this this genre of music, the vocals become an instrument. It's not really about the lyrics anymore.
0: They're they're not. Well, it's about the lyrics for me. Well, but, I, mean, you, I mean, and for you and too. And of I was going to say, yeah. you mean it's not about the uh, it's no okay. longer about the, the melody that they're carrying. It's just exactly. about being another percussive fucking device. You know, just like the drums, yep. just complementing um, accent. You know, adding accents.
1: I would take highs or lows with this music. <laughs> just for the fact that I just want to hear it with vocals, I'd take anything.
0: Yeah, someone should really just join this project full time and be the vocalist of it full time. But I guess maybe that's why they started Focus, right? So yep. maybe they'll they'll give us a full album of that. I'd really I'd really like that. Um, and either way, you know, it's a very strong effort with a very high level of musicianship, and it should please you know established fans of this project. So let's see here. I'm thinking that we listen to Tsumetai Natagyo.
1: What is the translation for that one? So
0: Tsumetai Natagyo means cold, tropical fish. <laughs> Ooh. Sort of a oxymoron. Yep. So um, we're going to listen to Tsumetai Natagyo, and that's track three from Soshitsu, which is The Loss or Loss. And that came out on October 8th of 2018. Here we go. Alright, so that was Tsumetai Netai gyo, which means Cold Tropical Fish, by Sai Mugen Houtai. And that's off their new album, Shitsu, which came out on October 8th. So next we're going to talk about Cortez. Cortez are a mathcore band from Switzerland, and they've been around for a considerable amount of time. Apparently the band started in 2001, but as near as I can tell, they released their first official release, which was a split 10-inch with a band called Ventura, as well as a debut full-length in 20, uh, 2005, rather. another split 10-inch with uh, Plebeian Grandstand in 2012, and their second full-length in 2013. And now they're back five years later with their third full-length album. This record is solid. You know, again, back to the word "driving." Um, a lot of mid-tempo ostinato parts that are just really like kind of like mesmerizing, and it just sort of, uh, you know, it almost kind of recalls like the same motif throughout the album too.
1: Absolutely, uh, the vocal piece in the first uh, single they have is fucking awesome. Uh, just that kind of like spoken word rant uh, right off.
0: Yeah, I, I really like this this band's lyrics actually. They're yes. Good.
1: Yes, um, they they show a lot of promise, man. I'm actually pretty excited to just see them uh, cooking along, um, just driving sound. Fucking once again, just
0: the vocals. promise. I mean, they've been around since 2001. I know, right? but I mean, you know? Like, I mean, like as far Still as like, promising is something you say about. A I band. feel like they.
1: I feel like they they changed not not change the sound, but uh, mm. I just feel like this release maybe is. Limited. They have though. Yeah, they're, I just I just feel like this release is something different. It kind of um, is, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. I think uh,
0: they may have even started as a different with a different name possibly even and uh, yeah it seems like get back to
1: us cortez
0: but now uh, either way now they've uh they've seen a couple stylistic tweaks and this is as levi was saying by far their best manifestation yet uh they play metallic hardcore so this is immediately going to garnish garner comparisons to converge which is you know definitely not a bad thing you know them and dillinger have just influenced an entirely new generation of musicians and there now exists, like, respective schools of thought stemming from those styles. and Absolutely. Those schools, like, they, they still see overlap, which is amazing. You know, hardcore just soaked up every amazing genre around it.
1: Yep. That mathiness, got the metal side. It's great.
0: It's it's perfect. Um, I really like the direction that extreme music is heading right now. So we're going to listen to Dwende, which is track 5 from No More Conqueror, which is out November 9th via Arg. And before I say, here we go, Um, they are just putting out some great shit. They put out the Clinging to the Trees of a Forest Fire, Necessarius Splits, uh, Employed to Serve, Oblivionized, Human Call, Houghton Court, Noya. Godmother, Olympus, Hebagon, Dead Like Me, Stuntman, Bind, Torture, Kill, and Tell Us, a number of those we've covered and featured Jesus before. Jesus
1: Christ.
0: Yeah, it's a really cool label. They're doing some good stuff. So, uh, Dwinde, No More Conqueror, November 9th, 2018. Here we go. That was Duende by Cortez, and that's off their new album, No More Conqueror, which is out November 9th via Wuarg. That's W-O-O-O-R, excuse me, A-R-G-H, exclamation point. So next, we're going to listen to Five Pound Pocket Universe. Five Pound Pocket Universe, also abbreviated 5PPU, <laughs> is a uh, another Swiss band, yes, another band with anime japanese aesthetic more on that and yes jazzcore
1: ooh that jazz
0: you know jazzcore is sort of a lost art in my opinion there's very few bands that have even existed within this almost non-existent subgenre
1: it's like brain tentacles uh trioscapes
0: wow you're bringing modern comparisons i would have gone all the way back to lie by mistake which is where my mind immediately goes oh
1: wow yeah 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 okay i'll give you that
0: or a kurashima or uh, kurashimi maybe it is it's another uh, yet another friggin like uh, you know jazz core band with a Japanese aesthetic the
1: Nisia room as well was like a very early it was like a more jazzy version of Dillinger basically just like Lie by Mistake ultimately that's what they were doing there
0: Lie by Mistake I think is, is the pinnacle of, yep. of uh, this subgenre though and um, they've been around since 2016 their new album features 24 songs 13 of which are from their previous work of intense avant-garde music that I would describe again as jazz-core or grindcore featuring overblown sax, uh, and yes, again another band with saxophone that we're featuring on this episode. Three for everybody. Um, and yeah, this is eclectic and fast-paced music with a ton of tempo and stylistic changes, a high level of musicianship, a uh, high level of musicianship, semi-improvisational feel, and uh, meaning that certain sequences feel that way, but uh, like others are clearly deliberate. And, you know, I imagine a lot of that overblowing sax stuff is, you know, probably comes out quite different on different takes. So.
1: Man, let's talk about the artwork. That artwork on this album is fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, it's amazing. It was done by Shintaro Kago, who is an amazing Japanese manga artist, who, along with Jun, uh, Junji Ito, is one of the leading artists in Guro.
1: Whoever just, doesn't understand manga, just look at the artwork and you'll basically understand what the hell's going on there.
0: Yeah, this is. Um, This is like vivisectional, so if you don't know what that is, look it up and it'll give you fucking nightmares. (laughs) If Jazzcore
1: doesn't give you nightmares already, (laughs) then this will.
0: Yeah, so this guy, uh, Kago, did all of the illustrations for the album's Digipack, which was. um, It included the band members reimagined as manga characters, again, with that usual, his usual vivisectional style. And I think that's so fantastic. I'm kind of jealous that I didn't think of that idea first. I'm really tempted to hit up and try to like commission Uematsu or Mikimoto on something now. Um. Some of my favorite um, manga artists. So uh, the last thing I wanted to say uh, that I love about this album is <laughs> that use what I assume are just trashy hentai samples, uh, <laughs> or just Japanese, you know, samples with Japanese dialogue in general, which really just drives home the whole aesthetic. And they even use overblown saxophone to, like, mimic the women's voices, which is just...
1: Awesome! It's
0: really fucking disturbing, and I've had a hard time unhearing that Oh, I didn't mean awesome then. Yeah, yeah, I
1: meant disturbing, (laughs) just like Christian said.
0: That's what I meant. Um, And, yeah, so if you're a fan of Naked City, Mr. Bungle, or Lefty Fish, again, the last one we've covered before, you're going to love this. So we're going to listen to jazz opera, which is track eight from Brain Bubble Party.
1: It also describes them. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the, album, the album title jazz opera, oh, jazz opera yeah. <laughs> just describes these guys like I just it just nailed it uh and that came out back on september 10th of 2018 here we go Alright, so that was Jazz Opera by Five Pound Pocket Universe. And that's off their new album, Brain Bubble Party, which came out on September 10th. So next we're going to talk about Bave. Bave are an instrumental math rock duo from Detroit. They released a live EP back in 2016, uh, an EP in 2017, and now they're back with their first full-length, The Gosh of Hellfire which is... (laughs) I love that album title. (laughs) It's
1: Uh, fucking awesome. Ten
0: Tracks of Instrumental Math Rock. And yeah, just the classic math rock duo situation, tight percussion, mostly clean tapping. The band feels like maybe they're kind of still in the kind of like throes of... uh, The band feels like maybe they're kind of still in the throes of some developmental cycle, but um, they advance their ideas really nicely and Mm -hmm. they execute them well enough that I keep coming back to this release. Uh, It's mostly instrumental, um, but there's, like, some instrumental... Uh, there's intermittent use of vocals throughout the album, too, though. And this is one of those bands that just had to be, like, yo, and put it in context for you with the right FFO.
1: Yeah, man, so... Because you
0: panned it, I think, just based upon the the album art I'm this, missing.
1: This will be uh, my favorite release of this uh, <laughs> episode, for sure.
0: That's so funny, because you, were, like, rejected it the first time, I want to say.
1: Yeah, you know, man, uh, It sometimes the you know i don't know where it is like uh, if i am in the right headspace in the day you you in the right mood apparently just something like that you know but you know yeah i the the drumming is what grabbed me here some fucking tight drumming um it and i I think i just had saw standards as well i seen them like play live and just this band just grabbed me immediately after that yeah uh can we talk about babe's uh artwork i was just about to say
0: uh one of the reasons I kept coming back to it personally was the album art. It's just like this kind of like shitty painting of this Grimace-looking character uh, from yeah. uh, McDonald's. You it's, remember Grimace, yeah, right? Yeah, hell
1: yeah, hell yeah. Yeah,
0: and he's just like a cup of coffee and these like cats with human faces lying around him. It's rather perplexing. Uh,
1: there there are numerous like kind of like Grimace-type like uh, Sesame Street character like spinoffs, you know, and this was a very good just weird bland like cookie monster-ish Grimace thing like blue figure uh anyways He's like an uh, amorphous blob uh the, the the style that it was done was just that almost like that watercolor kind of like thing going on i i really like the album artwork i mean <clears> the band <throat> is great but this album artwork for some weird fucking reason grabbed me a lot as well so yeah bud so uh what track you thinking um did you have a favorite honestly on this one i didn't and it might just be for the fact that uh i it was just instrumental you know um but every track was just kind of head bobby and just giving me a good feel
0: well in that case why don't we go ahead and listen to track one
1: hey we haven't done that this episode let's I do know that we haven't.
0: so we're gonna listen to track one which is called sunshine and daisies nice.
1: oh yo um when we recorded this the first time i believe that was our track we decided anyways
0: so. i know it was
1: yep oh well i do too then <laughs>
0: all right shut up and let me introduce the now be quiet <laughs> Alright, so Bave, Sunshine and Daisies, track one from the Gasha Hellfire, September twenty-eighth of twenty eighteen. Here we go. <laughs> that was sunshine and daisies by Bave. that's b-a-v-e and that's off their uh new album the gosh of hellfire which came out on september 28th (laughs) 2018 i know Uh, great title
1: good title for sure
0: so the last band that we're going to talk about is bearing teeth bearing teeth are a technical death metal band from dallas texas and no, they're not math core, but uh, you can deal with it, buddy. This band is just avant garde and forward thinking enough that I thought that they warranted coverage. And uh, not that I wasn't already a huge fan of this band or technical death metal at large. Um, from the first time I saw practice footage of this band in like 2009 on the apparatus, uh, you know, I've been absolutely in love with them. I think they've been doing really great stuff.
1: Um, I feel like this goes under the uh, Coma Cluster Void rule.
0: Absolutely, they're very much in the the similar kind of angular death metal realm.
1: It's like it's le- it's less mathy, more just angular, right? I mean, like, a- angular is
0: the the primary descriptor I would use for this. Yeah, especially given the uh, the technique. Um, and, and again, just back to that practice footage. The guy is using a slide, like a uh, like you would see, like using slide guitar for death metal guitar, and I've never seen that.
1: It's a weird thing to anywhere see. anywhere else,
0: yeah. Um, you know, in, in flash forward to nine years later, they're back with their their latest full-length album. I think it's their third full-length album. And, um, yeah, I mean, again, the, the whole slide thing is what really drove me to to revisit this band. Um, the fact that it's so similar to Gore Guts, but uh, that, that technique really just takes us to the next level.
1: So I think I'll
0: they're one-upping every other band in this kind of the Gorguts sort of school.
1: Oh, boom! Abs- dude, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> um, now everybody. Uh, as far as the links go on this uh, episode, uh, you're gonna see everybody has a band camp. Uh, Baring Teeth specifically, it will be a YouTube link, correct?
0: No, no, we're gonna we're gonna link the album. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. It's um the band camp is up. It's it's up uh, via Translation Loss Records, I believe.
1: Oh wow! You probably
0: couldn't find that. That's
1: so. why. Okay. Hey, yo, everybody! Christian's telling me this right now. I'm on the fucking episode with him. So <coughs> hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So um, with that.
1: Is that who's releasing it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Translation, good for you guys. Yeah. yeah awesome. Are you familiar with that label? Fuck
1: yeah, dude. Yeah, they have some good stuff. Dude, recently. yo, didn't Translation Lost do uh, Great Running to Cope? Um. Uh, yo, everybody, I'm get back. Yo, yo, y- yeah, Christians. You yeah. know, we'll, we'll uh, pause for me? a second yeah,
0: here. Hold
1: on here. Cue the Jeopardy. It uh,
0: didn't Debello didn't put that out. Fuck no. How dare you. How old is Translation Lost? Translation
1: Lost? It's it's old. Err.
0: Translation Lost. Are you thinking of translation lost? Is that a different Uh style?
1: just look it up?
0: No, translation lost has nothing to do with this release whatsoever. Really? No. Alright. <laughs> okay, now that we've uh satisfied that curiosity. I lied, everybody. So we're gonna listen to Abstracted Mind, which is off their forthcoming album. Transitive Savagery.
1: Damn.
0: And that's uh, out November 16th. Again, via translation, lost records. Here we go. All right, so that was "Abstracted Mind" by Baring Teeth, and that's off their new album "Transitive Savagery," which is out November sixteenth via Translation Lost Records. And Levi had an epiphany moment. What was the label, Levi?
1: So the record label, uh, Great Rain of Cope was was Thinker Thought Records. Sorry, everybody. That sounds
0: nothing like Translation Lost Records. Fuck yourself, Christian. You're a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> I <don't>, well, yeah, <laughs> I'll give you that, bud. <laughs> your fault for having a fucking
0: podcast with me, so... <laughs> it was your idea. It was The podcast was his idea. Takes two to tango, everybody. <laughs> Literally, I don't, I don't listen to podcasts. I don't like podcasts. I was like,
1: hey, you want a podcast? He said, yep. And so we've been doing it forever now.
0: <laughs> uh, I guess it was worth documenting our ridiculous rants. <laughs> All right, so I guess that about wraps it up for the 26th episode, yeah. dude. Episode 26. Um... And uh, before we, we go here, I just want to remind everybody please subscribe on iTunes. We, uh, we're going to be migrating soon. We're definitely going to switch from SoundCloud to just like Spotify and iTunes. We're going to switch hosts. Yeah. So this, the SoundCloud will probably be dead very soon. Um, so smash that subscribe button.
1: Yeah, what's up? Just do I'm ideas. so
0: glad we got our shit together and actually managed to re-record this episode, though.
1: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, so this, so episode 26, we probably have had what four episodes in our 26 episodes where we've had to re-record. literally re-record. Mm-hmm. It takes. It takes. Uh, it hurts, but it's always fun to fucking redo them and shit and like, it- get it done with. <laughs>
0: It hurts, our, it hurts our souls, but it's funny that our fucking conversations end up shaking out more or less the same way. It's more
1: fluid. I actually was, like, talking to a few people before this. I was like, yeah, but usually it works out for the better and everything. Um, yeah. I I, uh, <laughs> I was able to clean up my rants a little bit, everybody. So, ooh, you don't know what I said before. <laughs> Boy, yeah.
0: It was a real sweater. It was
1: a doozy, everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought we were going to have to fire him from the podcast. <laughs> All right. um. So, again, that wraps it up for episode 26. I'm your host, Christian. And
1: I'm your co-host, Levi. And I will be the co-host. You can't (laughs) get rid of me. (laughs) You
0: guys, tenure. (laughs) And uh, we'll be back again next month with some more Sick Underground bands. Good night and stay beautiful.